Today in Security from Wired. An effort by United States lawmakers to prevent government agencies from domestically tracking citizens without a search warrant is facing opposition internally from one of its largest intelligence services. Republican and Democratic aides familiar with ongoing defense spending negotiations in Congress say officials at the National Security Agency have approached lawmakers charged with its oversight about opposing an amendment that would prevent it from paying companies for location data instead of obtaining a warrant in court. Introduced by U.S. Representatives Warren Davidson and Sarah Jacobs, the amendment first reported by Wired would prohibit U.S. military agencies from purchasing data that would otherwise require a warrant, court order, or subpoena to obtain. The ban would cover more than half of the U.S. intelligence community, including the NSA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, and the newly formed National Space Intelligence Center, among others. The House approved the amendment in a floor vote over a week ago during its annual consideration of the National Defense Authorization Act, a must-pass bill outlining how the Pentagon will spend next year's $886 billion budget. Negotiations over which policies will be included in the Senate's version of the bill are ongoing. In a separate but related push last week, members of the House Judiciary Committee voted unanimously to advance legislation that would extend similar restrictions against the purchase of Americans' data across all sectors of government, including state and local law enforcement. Known as the Fourth Amendment is Not for Sale Act, the bill will soon be reintroduced in the Senate as well by one of its original 2021 authors, Ron Wyden, the senator's office confirmed. The NSA did not respond to multiple requests for comment. A government report declassified by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence last month revealed that U.S. intelligence agencies were avoiding judicial review by purchasing a large amount of sensitive and intimate information about Americans, including data that can be used to trace people's whereabouts over extended periods of time. The sensitivity of the data is such that in the wrong hands, the report says, it could be used to facilitate blackmail, among other undesirable outcomes. The report also acknowledges that some of the data being procured is protected under the U.S. Constitution's Fourth Amendment, meaning the courts have ruled the government should be required to convince a judge the data is linked to an actual crime. The U.S. Supreme Court has previously ordered the government to obtain search warrants before seeking information that may chronicle a person's past movements through the record of his cell phone signals. In the landmark Carpenter v. United States decision, the court found that advancements in wireless technology had previously outpaced people's ability to reasonably appreciate the extent to which their private lives are exposed. A prior ruling had held that Americans could not reasonably expect privacy in all cases, while also voluntarily providing companies with stores of information about themselves. But in 2018, the court refused to extend that thinking to what it called a new phenomenon, wireless data that may be effortlessly compiled and the emergence of technologies capable of granting the government what it called near-perfect surveillance. Because this historical data can effectively be used to travel back in time to retrace a person's whereabouts, the court said it raises even greater privacy concerns than devices that can merely pinpoint a person's location in real time. Crucially, the court also held that merely agreeing to let data be used for commercial purposes does not automatically abrogate people's anticipation of privacy in their physical location. 
Rather than apply this view to location data universally, however, the government has allowed defense and intelligence agencies to assume a contradictory view, as their activities were not a factor in Carpenter's law enforcement-focused ruling. A growing number of American lawmakers have argued in recent weeks that the U.S. intelligence community is itself more or less facilitating the erosion of that privacy expectation, that location data be protected from unreasonable government intrusion, mainly by ensuring it isn't. Andy Biggs, who chairs a subcommittee on federal government surveillance in the House of Representatives, says the federal government has inappropriately collected and used Americans' private information for years. A whole range of agencies, including the Federal Bureau of Investigation and Drug Enforcement Agency, have been exploiting legal loopholes, he says, to avoid oversight while amassing endless amounts of data. A senior advisor group to the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, the government's top spy, stated in the report declassified last month that intelligence agencies were continuing to consider information non-sensitive merely because it had been commercially obtained. This outlook ignores profound changes in the scope and sensitivity of such information, the advisors warned, saying technological advancements had undermined the historical policy rationale for arguing that information that is bought may be freely used without significantly affecting the privacy and civil liberties of U.S. persons. Haynes' office did not respond to multiple requests for comment. In a statement last month, the director said she was working to implement key recommendations from her advisors and believed that Americans should be given some sense of the policies affecting the collection of their personal data. Much of the framework for dealing with commercial purchases by the intelligence community would be disclosed publicly when it is eventually finalized, she said. The practice of paying businesses to spy on U.S. citizens is one of several concerns lawmakers say they'll be exploring this fall during what's slated to be a long and heated debate over one of the government's most powerful surveillance tools, Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The Mozilla Foundation joined the chorus of civil society groups calling for reforms of the 702 program recently, saying FISA's current process is overboard and restricted only by weak legislation and executive orders that, experience has shown, do not create real accountability. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security.